Kazowie, is Earth being pummeled by a derelict alien spacecraft? Ooh. This is from Yahoo News. Between 1957 and 1968, hear me out, scientists decided to try their hand at creating new minerals that could act as very effective conductors of electricity. They invented a pair. I can't pronounce these. Heisidididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididididid
<laughs> I can't even talk. Just, you know, be clever about where you put the advertisement, right? If you don't want kids, to see, I think it's brilliant marketing. You know, you can you can't not look at a billboard where someone's flipping the bird, you know, or a TV commercial. I think it's great. And it's for a good cause, you know. Battle hepatitis. Ah, coffee. Mm-hmm. Now, this is also from Yahoo. Man, you guys are on fire this morning. A man, yes, a male, caught on video urinating on his ex-wife's grave. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? A man was caught on video urinating on an ex-wife's grave almost every morning. Damn. <laughs> Jeez. A man, a man in New Jersey is accused of habitually urinating on his ex-wife's grave. Wow. According to media reports, the purported desecration occurred at the Tapan Reformed Church Cemetery, a centuries-old burial ground on the border between New Jersey and New York. Michael Murray told the News 12 that the saga began when he repeatedly noticed deli bags full of feces placed near the grave of his mother, Linda Torello, and contacted the police. Officials took a report of the incident. Murray later obtained permission to place cameras on the cemetery grounds to try to obtain footage of the act, according to the outlet. The footage, which was too poor quality to bring to the police, mind you. But it did show, it was good enough to show, Torello's ex-husband was the perpetrator. According to the New York Post, the serial peer... Uh, later returned and obtained, uh, you know, higher. Oh, well, no, no. Okay, so the other guy, uh, he got higher quality footage with his phone. He tethered the phone, his phone, to a thing, and you know, caught the uh, the the peer. Sixty eight year old man visited the cemetery almost every morning between six fourteen and six eighteen a.m. That's very specific. With his current wife. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh. I, <laughs> damn, that's, uh, whew. you know, I like those videos where they, they show the old people, the elderly people, and they ask them, you know, what is the, uh, the number one thing that makes a relationship work? What's the number thing, one thing that makes a marriage work, you know, and we benefit from their wisdom. And, uh, I, I want to ask them this question and, and see what they say. You know, I think the, uh, uh, the key to a great relationship is not only communication, but doing things together, <laughs> right? Including your wife, your significant other, including them in your activities, making hobbies, co-hobbies. I can't get my wife to go out for dinner, but this guy gets his wife to go along with him and desecrate my mom's remains every morning, he says. The man apparently has a long-standing grudge with Torello. You, really? According to WABC, or as I like to call it, Wackaba News, he was married to her for a short period of time more than 40 years ago and left when she became pregnant, insisting that the child was not his. DNA testing proved, though, that he was wrong. The, child, the man was indeed the child's father, according to the Post. Torello remarried later. <laughs> she died in 2017. Public urination charge was filed against a man by the Orangetown Police Department on September 18th. You know, I was going to make a joke and say, okay, this woman must have been a total monster because I am looking forward to the day when I can publicly urinate at 614 in the morning on my ex-wife's grave. That... I think, uh, my, you know what, my my girlfriend would actually love to come along for that. Hell, she may even join in as much trouble as that demonic she-beast has caused. But <laughs> I was going to make that joke. What did she do? 
But the more that this article revealed itself to me, it doesn't sound like she was the problem. <laughs> it kind of sounds like he is. Wow. You must have really fucking hated her. This is nuts. Uh, sex, revenge porn, and web webcams. The firing of a TV weatherman. Ooh, do we have a bit of a rabbit hole here? Let's see. This this guy has the face of somebody who's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if that Afghan is old. I don't care if it's got splinters. I'm going to fuck the shit out of it. That's what he looks like. So, <laughs> I got to see this. Okay. I don't care if it's a rabbit hole. I, this is interesting. The pictures first emerged on an internet message board at the beginning of this year, taken uh, with uh, Eric Adam, a well-known New York City meteorologist who was performing sex acts nude on an adult webcam site. Oh, come on. I hate it when businesses do this. He's doing this on his own, on his own free time. You know what I mean? Like, that should be separate. Your job should have nothing to fucking do with what you do on your own time. I actually disagree with this. I'm not saying to go out and get an OnlyFans page. I'm saying have some dignity and fucking self-respect. But it's his own time. Anyway, he mortified, okay? He said he stopped the performances, which he had come to view as a compulsive need for risque sexual behavior. But then, this spring, an unknown sender delivered emails and packages containing more nude pictures of Adam39. Oh, so he, he still gets to keep his job. Okay, cool. Props to you, television station. However, <laughs> a new round of pictures arrived. They finally fired the guy. The person who sent the pictures appeared to be determined to shame or harm Adam, but in the wake of his firing which he made public in a post on Instagram, a wave of support for him emerged online. Oh, I think at this point they probably should have fired you. I know, I you know, nothing against Cynthia Nixon, an actress, former candidate for New York governor, okay? Nihon Lu, Councilman Eric Botcher, nothing against you freaks. But Adam finds himself at the center of a debate, okay, over whether employers should be practicing, pol uh, policing their workers' legal off-the-clock activities online. But uh, this really... <laughs> <laughs> this really took the taco. I mean, this guy was doing some pretty sick shit. I don't know. Where do you stand with the debate? Uh, personally, I think that they should have left this guy, as weird as he is, <laughs> I think they should have left this guy alone. What you do on your own personal time is your own personal time. Your job should have absolutely nothing to do with that. You dig? Uh, they should just stay the hell. I, my, my fucking place of employment does the same thing. They expect you to stay tethered to your home at all times in case they need help. It's an outmoded thing. If you judge your self-worth, and if others judge your self-worth by how hard you work for the company and how you move up the corporate ladder, your, wife's, your life is pretty fucking dull. But, uh, yeah, I'm not clicking on that link. <laughs> I know that's going to lead to a, uh, you know, a TV weatherman jerking his gherkin. I don't want to see that, okay? I already did that twice today, and it's 9.13 a.m. No, I'm just kidding. Well, kind of. Telescopes and satellites captured clouds and spider-like plumes of debris after NASA smashed a spacecraft into an asteroid. I saw that picture. It's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Now, uh, what's even more interesting is <laughs> for this show, scientists created an AI-powered laser turret that kills cockroaches. Okay? Soak that in. Scientists created an AI-powered laser turret that kills cockroaches. Yes, not only did they find something that can actually kill a fucking cockroach, but it's a little laser turret. <laughs> That's cool. Everyone wants to be able to zap a bug and have it go away, right? But now, thanks to a recent development, 
a research associate at Harriet Watt University, <laughs> interested in machine learning and engineering. The dream is a reality. In the study, which was conducted last year, but it was published just last week, the co-authors used a laser insect control device automated with machine vision. <laughs> it's like we, it's like we kind of need that at this point to kill cockroaches, right? <laughs> now the cockroaches, you know how they are. You know how they are. They're going to start like using the shit to get high, and then we're going to have to create tiny atom bombs or something. It started with the Roach Motel, right? And then the roaches start going in there. Hey, man, you got to check this shit out, dude. 13 people died, but we got an immunity to it. Now, come on, let's party. And then it was Raid. You know, hey, bunch of people died, but guess what? We got an immunity to that too, man. Take this shit. You will be tripping for like a week. Now they got laser turrets. That's great. Now they can kill cockroaches. But this thing's probably going to last another week until the cockroaches find a way to get high off of the laser turret. They used to... <laughs> right? The only thing... There's some truth to that, that there's only three things that are going to survive an atomic bomb. Cockroaches, Twinkies, and Keith Richards. It's true. They were not only able to detect cockroaches at an extreme accuracy, but also neutralize and deter individual insects at a distance of up to 1.2 meters. Yeah, there's a reason why they're standing that far away. They're studying the shit, finding out not only how to develop an immunity toward it, but how to get high off the shit. <laughs> cockroaches, the Tommy Chongs of the animal world. Coffee. They actually used a raspberry pie, which is cool. I've always been, I've been, you could do anything with a Raspberry Pi. You could do fucking anything with those things, man. They'll run Doom. That's how awesome they are. I always wanted to do a Raspberry Pi project. The, this project, however, it used a different kind of computer, similar to a Raspberry well, Okay, it's like a beefed up Raspberry Pi. Okay, it's a highly customized Raspberry Pi. It zaps cockroaches. I'm looking at a schematic of it right now. That is awesome. That is awesome. I'm going to build one, but I don't have cockroaches. So what I'm going to use it for is I'm going to try to stand, go to the gas station here in Paducah, the Southside gas station they just built right by the fucking Walmart. I'm going to try to stand at the entrance to the gas station and zap those pimples off that freaking kid at the at the counter, you know? I'm going to try to zap the pimples off his fucking face because uh, every day that I go in there and see this kid, it looks like his face is being swallowed. By the pimples. I think he's slowly mutating. I'm going to be helping. Orcas are breaking rudders off of boats in Europe. You don't fuck with orcas, man. You ever see that movie, Orca? Oh, my God. It's like Jaws, but with a way cooler animal. Orcas are breaking rudders off of boats in Europe. It's true. Last month, five people. Five. Had to be rescued after a pod of orca. Don't fuck with orcas, man. Those suckers can kill a great white. They sank their sailboat off the coast of Portugal. As the boat took on water, they deployed a life raft and were picked up by a nearby fishing vessel. Now, this is becoming a thing. Such an encounter would have been almost unheard of even a few years ago. But since 2020, for some fucking reason, marine experts have been noticing these weird human-orca interactions because they're sick of our shit. That's why. Along the coast of Portugal and Spain. The animals have started approaching sailboats, sometimes striking the udders, the rudders, <laughs> the rudders <laughs> breaking them off. Has my indigestion gotten so bad at this point that I can't laugh without belching? That was beautiful. I want to make, I want to put that on repeat. Let's, let's make a song out of what just happened. <laughs> that laugh burp. We need to come up with a name for that. Lerp. I just lerped. That sounds gross. <laughs> that sounds like a, 
<laughs> that sounds like an Indonesian sex position. <laughs> Ooh, I, sh I shouldn't have done that. That was really creepy. That It did. It sounded like, love that joker. That was weird. Orcas, also, <laughs> also called killer whales, are actually the largest member of the dolphin family. It's true. There are no known deadly orca attacks on humans in the wild, at least not right now. Though in captivity, they will kill your ass. The orca subpopulation living in the waters, I don't fucking care. But yeah, that's crazy. They did a new thing. I know what's happening too. Coffee. I know I'm drinking a lot of coffee this morning, but I fucking need it. I know what's happening too. The cockroaches are starting to report to the orcas. You know what they're doing to the planet? Uh huh. You know what they're doing to the ocean? Yeah. I know what they're doing. Here, take a hit off this real quick. Let me tell you about it. Okay. So anyway, oh man. Yeah. I know, Raid, but listen, hold on one second. So what they're doing is they're melting all the polar caps, man. If you fuck up their rudders, then they won't be able to do that. So, you know, you take care of it because humans think you guys are safe in the wild, but you're totally not, dude. <laughs> now, this is something from McDonald's. Yeah, we've been talking about McDonald's a lot lately. But they're doing something awesome this time and not accidentally frying chicken heads and shit. McDonald's is selling Happy Meals to adults. Yes! Oh, my God. It's a great day to be an adult, motherfucker. The Hamburglar is back at McDonald's, but this time it's just for fucking adults. McDonald's is bringing back its family of recognizable figurines. The mascots are coming back. Ooh, yes. Because we grew up with that shit. And a new adult Happy Meal. Yes! Has the toys in it. But beginning October 3rd, customers can order a cactus plant flea market box, a Big Mac, or tent. What the fuck is a cactus plant flea market box? Okay. Is that what they're calling it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you let the cockroaches name it, didn't you? We're going to name it the cactus plant flea market box. <laughs> a Big Mac or 10-piece chicken McNuggets with fries and a drink. Your standard meal. The meal's a collaboration between the streetwear brand and the fast food chain as it digs deeper into nostalgia. It even looks like an old-school Happy Meal, which is great. The food will be served in a specially designed box that will trigger memories of Happy Meals from the old days. Toys include redesigned takes on McDonald's famous max mascots. We got Grimace, Hamburglar, that fucking bitch Birdie. If I get Birdie, I'm going to burn down that fucking building. And a new one named Cactus Buddy, which kind of looks like uh, Sackboy from <laughs> Little Big Planet. Ah, someone's going to get in trouble. We're taking one of the most nostalgic McDonald's experiences and literally repackaging it in a new way that's hyper-relevant for our adult fans. Fuck yeah, McDonald's. See? Your mascots can still have a use. That's awesome. Give it to all of us who are now 150 pounds overweight and are pre-diabetic. Let us... <laughs> because you marketed to all of us. Let us have a little bit of nostalgia before we all fucking kill ourselves. That That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Okay, now, you you were probably expecting this. The Netflix uh, yeah, show, you know, the Jeffrey Dahmer thing, which I just got done watching, which is weird because I normally don't dive into, you got to watch this show, man. Have you seen this new show? I was like, no, I run a business. Um, and yeah, I, I run my own art gallery online. I paint. I make albums. I have two podcasts. No, I'm not going to watch your fucking show. But this one I did. And it's great. It was super accurate. They did a really good job. 
And I've always been fascinated by the Jeffrey Dahmer case. What I love the most about it, I don't get too much into it, but what I love the most about it is that it tells things more from his victim's point of view, which is the fucking point. And I was really surprised to see a lot of Lionel Dahmer in there, Jeffrey Dahmer's father, because I always thought that his story was particularly interesting. And they they really told that in spades. With that said, you knew that this was going to happen. People are starting to fetishize Jeffrey Dahmer, just like they did with Ted fucking Bundy, because all these young ass kids apparently are not taught history or learn anything from their parents, but that's okay. I'm not going to blame parents for it because if your kids are anything like my kids, anything you tell them, they're going to forget in five fucking minutes anyway. So maybe you're not completely to blame. So this 10-part series, people are starting to fetishize this. Some audience claim to have switched it off due to the sheer brutality of the series, which they went pretty far. But uh, anyway, well, what the fuck, man? Okay. I'm going through like the whole history of Netflix here. Damn, Digital Fix, what's your deal? Wow, there is a lot of fluff in this article. Jeez, okay, here we go. It should come as no surprise that on fucking TikTok, dozens of K-pop fan cam style edits and thirst traps of Dahmer are already popping up along with tweets swooning over them. Even emboldened. Some small-time designers have taken on the opportunity to create unofficial merchandise dedicated to Dahmer, with one viral video showing a sweatshirt emblazoned with the slogan, Choke me like Bundy and eat me like Dahmer. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I tried so hard to read that with a straight face. Okay, I gotta admit, that's that's pretty awesome. That's kind of creative. But that's fucked up. You know... (laughs) I can't. No, no, no. Bad, 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 bad. Don't do that. Okay? Because these young kids are impressionable and fucking stupid. Don't do that. (laughs) It's re-traumatizing. Honestly. In all seriousness, it's re-traumatizing. And for what? Family member of one of Dahmer's victims said on Twitter, "I I agree with you. How many movie shows, documentaries do we fucking need? Well, I disagree with you there. There's been 14 TV shows, dramatizations, documentaries, films centering around Dahmer. I think that if you do it tastefully like this Netflix show, you probably aren't too keen on it. But we need to keep the memory of his victims fresh. You know, we need to not only that, these I think these documentaries about serial killers and stuff, they they do prove a point. If you really dive into the clinical aspect of why serial killers become serial killers, if there's even a fucking answer for that, I think it can serve to, you know, uh, parents, to concerned parents whose children have, who exhibit warning signs. It can maybe even twist the way that we examine people who have a potential to become like Jeffrey Dahmer was on, on a therapeutic level. If we have just an instant awareness of it, I don't have anything wrong with these documentaries at all. If they're done tastefully and don't say things like choke me like Bundy and eat me like Dahmer. Jesus. <laughs> the number of people searching for Dahmer's victims is just... Okay, so anyway, wow, there's a lot of fucking fluff in this. But there's a lot of people that are, you know, uh, fucking... What's, what, what was the word? <laughs> I, am, I am so stupid this morning. They're fetishizing Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, that's, that is just... That's bizarre. Jeffrey Dahmer himself 
would have snubbed his nose at this. Are you aware that he legitimately, hard in the right place, not just to do it for posing or whatever, he became a born-again Christian when he was in prison. Now, I don't mean to piss anybody off, but I'm just fucking telling you why. Because it's true, right? And I'm not going to cover up or uh, I'm not going to oversalt truth just because, you know, you don't like hearing it. But Jeffrey Dahmer wouldn't have approved of that shit. Probably would have had a little chuckle over the eat me thing. But for the love of God... Stop fetishizing Jeffrey Dahmer, you weirdos. Just stop. We have teenagers out there that think it's entertaining to watch girls with false facial tics and idiots dancing to stupid-ass fucking pop music. Okay? They consider that. I'm serious. This generation considers that entertainment. So, please, keep them away from things like this. It's just, I don't know. Make them watch The Wiggles or something. It's fucked up. Then they'll start fetishizing that. <laughs> the Wiggles. <laughs> <You'll>, <laughs> yeah, they'll have their door shut for three, five hours. You know, you hear the Wiggles playing in there. You're like, oh, nice. You know, they're listening to something wholesome and good. But then you start hearing. Then you know something's up. That's like they can't have fucking anything. That's why they can't have nice things. Because they're going to find a way to fap about it. It sounds like me a little bit. But Jeffrey Dahmer's crossing the line. <laughs> Now, over, whoa, an overdue VHS tape was returned to a Kansas library after 19 years. I usually don't read these. Yeah, I read a couple of them on this show, but not only is it a really shitty fucking movie, but it's a VHS tape that they still returned to the library. Like, you turn that to the library, they're going to look at it and go, what the fuck am I going to do with this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Put it under glass to show all these fucking TikTok kids that used to have to, you know, Perform actions to be able to watch a movie. You know, rewind shit. <laughs> yeah, you had to earn your entertainment. Oh. Mm. Now, officials at Kansas City Library received an unusual surprise when a patron returned to VHS tape checked out 19 years ago. The Johnson County Central Resource Library said the tape, Russian film Burnt by the Sun, that movie fucking sucks, was checked out on a seven-day loan in 2003 hate that movie. Wonderful, sexy, and refreshing. No, it's not. Won an Academy Award for foreign language film. Should have won a fucking Razzie for shittiest piece of poopy duty movie. It's a blast from the past for us, they said. Web content developer for the Johnson County Library said sometimes they have old library stickers on them or the old ways of categorizing items. That's always fun for librarians to see again. What was the fine? It was unclear whether the patron will be fined for the return. The library imposes a 30 cent day fine, 30 cent per day fine, but the fees are capped at $6 an item. Wow. So I could literally steal from the Kansas City Library and only have to pay $6 for shit? Man, you need some kind of deterrent, guys. I know that the economy is bad right now, but your fees got to be higher than $6. Field said the unusual return, what is this, fucking 1940? Field said the unusual return should serve as inspiration for any other library patrons to return their long overdue items. This item is useless. We don't just happen to use that format anymore, but if it's just like an older book, we may be able to put it right back into circulation. No, uh, you can't because you can't find a VCR now. If the tape hasn't completely degraded to the point of shit, even if it's two hours... Well, actually, I take that back now that I think about it. I was going to make a joke about if it's being two hours of static, but I would rather watch two hours of static than that shitty movie. Okay, I'm with you. Never mind. I take back what I said. 
Do 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 do. Let's see what we got here. Do we have anything? Skibbity bap bow. Skibbity bay. Skibbity wop wow. Skibbity pow. What the hell is this? Wait a minute. I saw something odd <laughs> in an article. Wait a minute. Let me click on this. Because Windows 11 is saying, <laughs> I'm going to do what I want today. <laughs> uh, here we go. Second grader was instructed to send a picture of you doing homework in a bathtub? What? Okay, what, what the fuck's going on? A second grade student was removed from the classroom after her parents questioned a homework assignment. Oh, shit. Okay, this article just took a turn. That's not what I thought it was. Students at Victory Christian Academy were asked to send a picture of you doing reading homework in the bathtub. Do you have any fucking idea how inappropriate that shit is? A bathtub is not a place for a child to take a goddamn picture, you idiots. Misty and her husband, Christopher, were shocked to see this written on their eight-year-old's homework assignment. Man, if it was me, I would sue your fucking ass. I emailed the teacher. Hey, you may want to explain this. Send something out to the parents. Let them know what the intentions are. This is not okay. She did send out a message saying, you should be in pajamas, be in your uniform, have fun with it. But it's still creepy. Still didn't sit right. She reached out to the school admi administration when the administrator didn't do jack shit like school administrators are good at doing nothing. And she went to the fucking sheriff's office <laughs> to document the incident. Good for you. In a police report obtained by Action News Jax, it states... Parents were told by administrators, we have been sending this homework assignment for years and you're the only one complaining about it. <laughs> That's not a good thing to say. When you're doing something that society as a whole now is blasting you for, saying it's disgusting and uh, inappropriate, it's like one of those things where if the whole world tells you you're fucking crazy, you're probably crazy. I know that times have changed and everybody's a pussy now, but in this particular case, we're a lot more sensitive to what we're exposing kids to and we're a lot more diligent in pointing out fucking nasty kid diddling creeps like you motherfuckers, you know? So that's a really stupid thing to say. Wow. This is nuts, man. I can't believe a school actually had the fucking balls to do that. Wow, disgusting. I hope you get your ass sued, man. I hope they end up owning your fucking building. That is crazy. Dog poop? What? Okay, I saw dog poop clicking on it because I was going to say I'm all about dog poop, but that sounded weird. So a mom is left in the hospital. This is from uh, Wales Online. UK, hi, guys. Mom left in hospital for days after a dog pooped on her face as she slept. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Sleeping with her mouth open. Okay, I I'm going to throw up. I'm not reading this article. Done. Closed. I'm Nope. Nope. Let's move along. There was a fucking picture, okay? I don't want to see a picture of a woman's mouth open with dog shit in it. Oh, my God. That, that just made my fucking skin crawl instantly. Ugh. I'm queasy with that kind of stuff. God, you whales, you actually have to show a picture of it? Oh, my God. You guys in England are either a lot tougher than we are, or you're like Japan-level weird. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was disgusting. I'd rather watch that Jeffrey Dahmer documentary and eat a fucking plate of fried bone chicken. You know what I mean? What the fuck is bone chicken? You know, chicken with bones, and I'm a fucking idiot. Why professional runners can be disqualified? Okay, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Let's find something. Come on. Give me something here. World's, world's oldest bodybuilder, 90, poses nude for Men's Health magazine. Hell yeah. You be you. 
Don't let anybody blast you online because women, they think they could pose naked on everything. And it's about women's empowerment. And I'm strong and I'm this and that. No, you're naked on the cover of a magazine. Okay. Uh, to me, call me crazy, call me toxic masculinity or whatever. But I think um, being in public without your clothes on is uh, kind of acting like a whore. I'm just saying, have some dignity, have some self-respect. There are impressionable young girls who watch TikTok and consider that shit entertainment looking at your airbrushed ass. That's that's disgusting. Uh, let's see here. What is this? Hitman hiring baby doctor gets... The, that Those words don't sound like they should go together. Hitman hiring baby doctor gets engaged to fellow con's wife. Okay, that sounds like a Jerry Springer title for an episode. Ordering a hitman to... I, I, gotta, I, I gotta read this guy, sorry. Ordering a hitman to kidnap your estranged wife, blackmail her, and inject her with heroin every day for a week, sounds like a party to me, isn't exactly the easiest way to find new love. Here come the fucking phone calls again. Shouldn't have said that. But for Dr. Ronald... Apparently, it worked. 56-year-old former neonatologist. What the fuck is a neonatologist? Let's look this up. Neonatologist. What the fuck? Diagnose and treat newborns with conditions such as breeding disorders, infections, and birth defects, as well as kidnapping. I added the kidnapping part. Okay, so that's what that is. All right. And the Spokane County Jail awaiting sentencing on two counts of threats in interstate commerce. A technical-sounding charge disguises the deviousness of what he recently copped to in court, messaging hitmen on the dark web to kidnap and torture his estranged wife in a bizarre plot to win her back. How the fuck is that going to win her back? <laughs> How? Oh, my God. You're going to win her back by doing all that? What's wrong with a kiss boy? Why not start her off with a nice kiss? You don't have to go leaping straight for the clitoris like a bullet again. Give her a kiss, boy. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. I know, I'm a child. But uh, it spent last year in jail, and last month struck a plea deal that could land him in prison for anywhere from five to eight years, but that hasn't stopped his ass from getting engaged to the wife of another inmate. Damn. This dude's a fucking animal. Oh my God. I think he's one of the best people I've ever met. She said, whoa, <laughs> you are a fantastic judge of character. Awesome. Boy, I would love to meet you. <laughs> I can go up to her. Be like, hi, I'm Billy. How you doing? Step on her toe, lick her bare eye, pinch her nipple and say, fuck you. And then walk away. And she'd be like, man, Wow. I've been meeting some amazing people lately. Jeez, what a fucking gem of a human being. They met about nine months ago after Bauer's husband, who she's in the process of divorcing, started talking to her incessantly about an enigmatic man locked up with him. Bauer says her ex was convinced that it was such a good person caught in a bad situation. <laughs> caught in a bad situation, huh? Okay. Yeah, I ring a hitman. Great. So, yeah. Uh, this is one of the weirdest, this is, this isn't it, but this is, this is a fucking episode of Jerry Springer. This is right here. So baby doctor hires a hitman to kill and torture his wife and ends up getting with the wife of an inmate who sounds like the greatest judge of human character ever. This is cool. Uh, Jerry Springer letting you know, you ever run out of material, 
I, I want you to look up this douchebag. This is fantastic. I love it. <laughs> I could read that shit all day. It was it was becoming like, you know, just reading that. It was becoming like a what like sands through the hourglass. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was pretty good. Entertaining. I liked it. Let's see here. Skibbity bap bow. Skibbity bay. Come on, give me something. We got time for like one more. Uh Aspiring Navy SEALs are using Viagra to self-medicate when they start. <laughs> okay. How the hell are you getting Viagra in basic training? How? How are you even getting that in? It's harder to smuggle shit into basic training than it is in fucking prison. I know, because I've been in one of those things. Basic training, not prison. I got away with all those murders. So, <laughs> the shit that... Me and Cassie just had a conversation about why she does not listen to the podcast anymore. Then I say shit like that. Now, I want to share something very interesting. This is from VT, okay? We all know what's going on with Bruce Willis right now. And despite the fact that I know people who have, you know, and among others who have personally interacted with this guy, despite him being a huge fucking dick, he didn't deserve what happened to him. And I don't wish that on anybody. But why did I even point out that he's a dick? I shouldn't have even said that. But he's not... Okay, anyway, that was completely irrelevant. <laughs> he sold the rights to a digital twin so he could still star in movies. Very, very... This, this, is, this is freaky. Because this is becoming a thing now. Just think if Hollywood actors had done this back in the day, right? That we could still have Peter Lorre ranting like the end of the Maltese Falcon and like brand new movies. This is really cool, I think. Bruce Willis, who stepped away from acting following an aphasia diagnosis... He sold his rights to allow a digital twin of himself to be created. Yeah, he sold the he sold the rights to his like image. This is this is freaky. And I'm not sure what I think about it actually. The 67-year-old uh diehard actor, we know who fucking Bruce Willis is, revealed that he was retiring from acting. Oh, we know this. He could still appear in movies after selling his image rights to Deep Cake, a Delaware-based company founded by CEO uh, blah, 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 to create a digital replica of himself. In August of 2021, the AI-powered platform digitally transplanted the Sixth Sense actor's face onto the understudy Constantine Savoyable to appear for, in a phone commercial for Russian mili- uh, Russian company Megaphone. 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 I gotta see this. And, wow, that looks pretty awesome. Damn, that's pretty good. That does not look fake at all. Holy shit, that looks just like Bruce Willis. I don't know what to think about this. That's a pretty brilliant move, actually. Keeping yourself in the public consciousness like that? I mean, yeah. He, he uh, Despite what you think of Bruce Willis or your personal interactions with him or whatever, he passed through this area a few years ago, and everybody I've met said this guy was the biggest fucking douchebag. Yeah, I said it again. But I, I, do, I do stress that he did not deserve what he got, okay? I don't wish that on anybody. But despite what you think or what you say, he is one of the greatest actors in history. He's just, he's one of the finest fucking actors who ever lived. Period. Every actor has made their share of stinkers, but he's a hell of a fucking actor. So this is, uh, this perks my ears up a little bit. I love techie shit like this, but this is the first time I've seen an actor do something like this at this level. Modern technology in with it too. It's, it, wow, wow. 
It takes engineers three to five days to create Willis's twin in projects, but his estate has the final sign-off with what's created. Wow. So he really is the first person officially in this capacity to sell their image to a deep fake and have it licensed. Willis, $9.4 billion in his acting career. He's actually one of the wealthiest actors who ever fucking stepped in front of a screen. So this is, yeah, this is cool for him. We'll get to see Bruce Willis for a long time coming. But that uh, that deep fake was pretty damn good looking. They got somebody with a you know, body double similar to Bruce Willis. We're probably going to be seeing him in movies for quite some time to come, which I don't have a problem with. He's a very he's a fine actor. But anyway, guys, that's all we got. Okay. Well, that went by fast. How many articles did we read? One, two, three, okay, that's normal. Okay. I thought we went a little, uh, yeah, yeah, I thought I ranted a little bit there because my article, anyway, fuck it. Thank you for listening. <laughs> that was so, that sounded so forced. And remember to go on Asylum817.com. That's Asylum817.com for all things no disclosure related. All the social media links are there as well as the link to get to our Patreon account where you can get everything from bonus episodes, giveaways at certain tiers, all kinds of shit. Little as a dollar a month. Check it out. Shout out to the patrons, by the way, the Kunkel Homestead YouTube channel, Donald Haynes, David Peterson. The show would not be around if not for you guys. I totally appreciate you. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week, okay? Bye-bye, my babies. I love you all. And be fancy. Uh, so we'll, oh, God. Does that mean we'll see, like, Rule 34 Bruce Willis now? Somebody's going to back-engineer that shit. Uh, I'm not going to want to use the internet anymore after this. Because I know what's going to happen. It's going to end up looking like another color of night. Ugh, I'll never get that man's dong out of my head. That sounded... I'm, oh, shit, I'm still recording. This episode was brought to you by MetaHealth, a UK-based medical concierge service supporting clients to access rapid, affordable, high-quality care in the UK. They're connected to a network of over 700 clinical experts covering varying illnesses and health conditions. They have a range of service plans, which include researching and finding the right doctor, booking and managing all medical appointments for the clients, airport transfer support with recovery, a lot of stuff. They're a family-run business and they're passionate about their clients to get the best healthcare outcomes possible. This autumn, they're highlighting the increasing incidence of prostate cancer worldwide. We know from evidence that men over 50 are at most risk and that risk doubles in men of African or Caribbean descent. Prostate cancer is one of the leading causes of deaths in middle to older aged men, particularly black males. They want to be able to achieve two things, encourage men to get their PSA, which is prostate specific antigen levels checked because the earlier prostate cancer is detected, the faster treatment can be commenced. That saves lives. Number two, highlight a new revolutionary world-class treatment that is available in the UK to treat prostate cancer. So yeah, as I said, they're a family-run business, passionate about their clients. Check them out. All links to MetaHealth, the UK-based medical concierge service, will be in the description. Thank you guys for being sponsors and supporters of Asylum 817 Productions.